glory, glory, glory. Amen. Amen. All right, let's take our confession and let's uh, spend a little time in the word of God today. Don't sit down here. Let's, let's do this 2023 confession. It's just boiling over within me. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hallelujah. All right, two, three, go. 2023 is my year of new horizons and the full blessing. I declare that I will experience and enjoy the full blessing of the Lord. There is new wine in my cluster and there is a blessing in it. I am on the rise to my highest destiny. And no matter what the elements say, there is a lifting up for me. I am not expecting to participate in a recession, depression, regression, or any other downward turns. I lift my eyes up to the hills from whence cometh my help. I am the blessed, the healed, the favored, and the strengthened of the Lord. I am called according to his purpose and all things work together for my good. I am declared righteous and I am vindicated. A new day has done for me. The struggle is over forever and the Lord is adding to me another one again and again and again and again. Kayode is a lion's whelp, and I am leaping from where I am today to the new horizons of my future. The Tadeshe household is satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord. We are possessing our inheritance from the west to the south, from the east to the north, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 2023 is my year of remembrance, double honor, and the open door. I am remembered and I am helped. I honor God and he honors me. Grace, 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 his divine ability within me to overcome adversity has positioned me to maximize opportunity. Mountains move, valleys rise. I am on my way to glory land and the ruach of God will see to it that I get there. God has my back. The promise is in view and the covenant will deliver. Shall the prayer be taken from the mighty or the lawful captive delivered? But thus saith the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contends with you and I will save you and your children. God has my back. The promise is in view and the covenant will deliver in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I serve the Lord my God with joyfulness of heart in gratitude for the abundance of all his blessings. Therefore, 
I will never serve my enemy. The Lord will be good to me and he will show me kindness and mercy. I declare by faith that this new season is a fruitful season and it is a season of full satisfaction, joy and happiness. 2023 is my year of new horizons and the full blessing in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Please go ahead and be seated. Oh, glory to God. I can hardly contain myself. The word of God is exploding within my spirit. Hallelujah. Like never before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so excited about the Lord. So excited about his word. So excited about his walking. So excited. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. For the next few weeks into the summer, into the fall, I guess, as the Lord leads us, um, I'll be ministering on the theme that I've titled, Faith for Extraordinary Living. Faith for Extraordinary Living. I know that other people are going to minister for us as well on this pulpit through the summer months into the fall and all of that. But I am going to do a lot of that ministry myself as the Lord has charged me to um, almost in this new beginning re-infuse the power and the principles of faith into every aspect of his people's lives and our vision and our ministry. Amen. Glory to God. So get ready for... uh, for a great ride in faith. Amen. I love adventures of faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> glory, 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 glory. Woo-hoo. Somebody say, I love the word of God. I say, I love what faith in the word of God can do. Say, I love the workings of God and the exercise of faith. Hallelujah. That means you cannot live and you will not live an ordinary life. I say you cannot live and you will not live an ordinary life. Faith will distinguish you. Faith will put you on a new pedestal. Faith will enable you to rise higher and higher and higher like a mighty edifice. There is no limit to what God can do through you when you walk in faith. There is no limit, absolutely no limit. Every limit that exists to man is in the mind. But God has taken the limits off. God has removed the limits. And through faith, we can walk in this unlimitless arena of the universe. Through faith, we can do what people consider undoable. We can accomplish the impossible. Through faith, we can take the gospel around the nations of the world 
in ways that are so unconventional that the devil is, he doesn't know what to do about it. Hallelujah. Through faith, every wall is removed. Every wall, every boundary is removed. Every boundary. Every boundary. Say with me, no limits. No limits. Faith for extraordinary living. Let's go to uh, Hebrews 11, 1 to 6. I'll, I'll go slowly as I minister these messages uh, whenever I minister and I will close on time. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 11, verse 1. I want you to enjoy your summer. Amen. Amen. So uh, make sure you are having fun, right? Make sure, you are, make sure you are full of joy, right? I'm just telling you now, full disclosure, we are really enjoying God. <laughs> <laughs> just so I just want you to know, right? So you don't feel like you are suffering with your pastor. When I'm not suffering, I'm so enjoying God. In fact, sometimes it's so much, I'm like, Lord, thank you. I mean, so I want you to enjoy the Lord too, right? Don't feel like I'm suffering. I'm just like my pastor is suffering. I'm suffering too, so I'm, I'm not alone in my suffering. He's not suffering. <laughs> He is not suffering. Suffering is the last thing on his calendar. <laughs> Hallelujah. He is enjoying the Lord. He's enjoying the new horizon. He's enjoying the new dimensions. Glory, glory, glory. And so will you. Hebrews 11 from verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. For by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith. Oh, Lord, I got to read that next, that, that last verse. Through faith, verse 3, we understand that the worlds, the worlds, the worlds, the entire universe, the worlds, the worlds, the entire universe, the worlds, the individual universes of God's creation. Through faith, we understand that the world, notice it does not say the world singular. It says the world's plural. The universes. <laughs> the worlds of God's creation were framed by the word of God. Before the word of God was spoken, they did not exist. But by the word of God, they became framed. By the word of God and by the exercise of faith. There is no secret or mystery in the kingdom of God. God has unraveled every mystery... For the benefit of his children. Those who want to see. Those who want to 
attain those who want to rise higher. There is no mystery to life. The world of joy was framed by the word of God. The world of peace was framed by the word of God. The world of accomplishment was framed by the word of God. The world of favor, the world of glory, the world of eternal reward was framed by everything that is contained in your inheritance in Christ is framed by the word of God. Everything outside of the word of God, they do not exist. You cannot get it outside the word. Let me tell you, you can dream, you can aspire, you can envision, you can do as whatever you choose to do, but outside of the word, you cannot get it. You cannot get it. Your dreams are only fulfilled within the spheres of the word of God. Your vision your dreams, your aspirations, the life of joy and the life of success that you desire. Whatever that is, you can only get it within the boundaries of the word of God. And listen, the good news, it is never too late to start. It is never too late to start. Think about the man Moses. His world, the world of Total life accomplishment, total life favor, total life prosperity, joy, peace, and everything that God prepared for him. He could not get it living in Pharaoh's palace. He could not get it living in Pharaoh's palace. He could not get it. All the wealth of this world was available to him in Pharaoh's palace, but he could not get it. If he could have gotten it there, he would never have left. The total life Prosperity, the total life accomplishment, everything that is complete within God's promises and God's ordination for you is only contained in the word of God. Outside of the word of God, you cannot get it. You cannot get it. Moses thought, I'll try some way. I'll try. And he tried this, and he tried that, and then he found out eventually, I can't get it, he's got too much for me, I'm just going to run away. He ran away, and went, went to, to, to uh, the back, to, 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 to uh, Jethro, and to, you know, Midian, and, and while he was there, the word of God showed up. While he was there, the word of God showed up. This is a man who has lived... In the greatest civilization, the highest, the highest pinnacle of the greatest civilization on earth. And could not find the accomplishment of all his dreams outside of the word. But when the word of God showed up, it was not pretty. It was a burning bush. On the backside of the desert, my friends, it doesn't matter where that word hits you. Hallelujah. It does not matter at all where that word is. You don't have to be in the palatial mansions. You don't have to be in the, uh, uh, what's, what's, the uh, what's the big Catholic thing in Rome? You, you don't have to be sitting at the foot of the Pope. <laughs> Vatican, thank you for helping me. You don't, eat, you don't have to be surrounded by gold. Wherever you are, when the word of God hits you, 
That's when your life changes forever. That's when your life changes forever. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be beautiful. It doesn't have to be presentable. It doesn't have to be sexy. It doesn't, no. Wherever the word of God hits you, wherever it hits you, it may be, it may be in your bedroom. It may be, it may be why you are, it may be why you are, it's, it can hit you and, but where the word of God hits you and where you exercise, you choose and make a commitment to exercise faith, your world changes forever. Amen. Zacchaeus was on a tree. It was on a tree. He was a very wealthy man, but the word of God did not hit him inside of his wealthy home. The word of God hit him on the tree. On the tree. And that word changed his life forever. Moses began a new life at age 80. Can you think about that? At age 80. That means it is never too late to encounter God. And it is never too late to determine and to commit to a life of faith. Look at your neighbor. It is not too late. Tell them. It is not too late. It is never too late. It is never too late. You can start today. You can start right now. You can start in this season. Just decide, I'm not playing anymore. I'm not playing. No more playing. No more playing. I want the real deal. And I want to start now. Today. And if you have been doing it before, you've been on this journey, God bless you. Glory be to God. It is the word of God that frames your world. Whatever you want in your future, you can frame it with the word. You, now, now listen. Now listen from, from, I just talked to you about Moses. You cannot frame it by your own ability. You cannot. You can't do it. You cannot frame it by uh, trying to work it up in your mind. You can't, you can't frame it by trying to do what people in the world do. No, you can't. Because when you do what people in the world do, like they say, when you gain some, you will lose some. That's, you will have to give up something. <laughs> Hear me. You will have to give up something. To get it, to try to get what God has prepared for you in his word. But to try to get it using the methods of the world. I don't care how much you pray over it. I don't care how much you fast over that method. If it is the method of the world and it was not de- delivered to you by the Holy Spirit and it was not framed by the word of God, it cannot produce. You will have to give up something. Some people aspire for peace using the world's method. In order to get peace using the world's method, you will have to give up something. And many times what you will have to give up is more expensive. That's the way it works. The word of God is the only thing that delivers to you. It has the ability to deliver to you everything that your heart longs for without you losing anything. You will never lose. You can never lose. When you demonstrate fidelity to the word of God, you can never lose. I want you to get the revelation in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. Your world is framed By the word of God. Your world of joy is framed. Your world of peace. Your world of prosperity. Your world of favor. Your world of life. Your world of fruitfulness and accomplishment. Wherever you desire success. Your world of accomplishment. Your world of healing and divine health. 
Hallelujah. Your walls are framed by the word of God and by the exercise of your faith. And when the word of God is fully operational in your life, and when the exercise of your faith is happening part time, my friends, you can guarantee that your world, every aspect of your world will become formed. Every aspect of your inheritance will come into manifestation. Through faith. Oh, I pray that the Lord opens your eyes to get this. This is not play. This is, this is for real now. I pray that the Lord opens your eyes to get this. Something has to happen. Some switch needs to turn on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Through faith we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. The walls that you look, that you are craving for. The walls that you are longing after. Will not be formed by the things that appear. It will only be formed by the authority of the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, uh, let's move on to verse 4. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. By which he obtained witness... That he was righteous. He was a righteous man. Mm. God testifying of his gifts. And by it, he being dead, yet speaketh. Faith is the only thing that makes a dead man still speak in the world of the living. Faith is the only thing. And faith is the only thing that has the ability to quicken every deadness in our lives. Verse 5. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Oh, he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Let me give you a, a few notes here. I've given you, I've spent a lot of time on the very first note. That's why I took that much time because that was my foundation right there. But I want to give you a few notes on Hebrews 11, 1 to 6 before I move on to my next scripture. If time allows me to do that today. If not, I'll continue next week by God's grace. Everything in this world came into existence by the framing of the word of God and by the exercise of faith. And everything new that will come into existence in your future will happen in the exact same way. 
Everything in this world came into existence by the framing of the word of God and by the exercise of faith. And everything new that will come into existence in your future will happen in the exact same way. What does that mean? It means this pulpit was never here. This building was never here. They came into existence by the framing of the word of God. It is the word of God that frames the world. The word of God has inherent ability to create. The word of God has inherent ability to create. Do you want something that does not currently exist in your life right now? Do you want something that you dream of, that you long for, that does not currently exist, is not a reality right now in your life? You know how you get it? It is by the framing of the word of God. It is by the framing of the word of God. That means number one, you have to live by the integrity of the word. But number two, you have to act. Actively take the word from the mouth of God and frame your future with it. You have to take the word from the mouth of God and actively frame your own future with it. Of course, you've got to believe it. You've got to speak it. You've got to expect it. You've got to act on it. If you don't do all those things, the word of God is still there. It has the ability, like Pastor Tinu was saying earlier. The wealth was outside the gate. It was right there. This, this, this famine was artificial. But it was artificial, but it was real for those that were living under the cloud of it. It was artificial, but it was real to those living under the cloud of it. You may think some things are impossible, but the reason you think so is because you are under that artificial cloud that is not controlled by the word of God. When you come out of that cloud and you come to the gate of the city where the word of God is fully operational, you suddenly find out it is like night and day. It is possible and it is possible for you. And the truth is, God uses the weak things of the world to confound the wise. So God saw to it, it was not healthy people, it was not strong people, it was not celebrated officials of the nation that found the wealth, it was lepers. Lepers. It was lepers. When you come out to the arena where the word of God works, things happen. Things happen. It's not. It's, there's no mystery to that. <laughs> so let me make, let me read that statement again. Everything in this world came into existence by the framing of the word of God and by the exercise of faith. Whose faith? God's faith. God's faith. When God said, "Let there be light," some people think, "How do you think that happened?" God said, "Let there be light," or "Light be." And then the Bible says, and light was, light was. But God himself had to use faith. God himself had to use faith. That's why the Bible describes in the New Testament something called the God kind of faith. Every faith is not the God kind of faith. 
the God kind of faith. That is the same faith that God uses. This is why faith pleases God. Because everything God does is, is on, by the activity of faith. Everything. If God says, I have a new horizon for you, he's speaking by faith. If God says, I have a new future for you, he's speaking by faith. But by framing that future by his words, and then by the exercise of his faith, that promise and that thing that God spoke becomes a reality. Hallelujah. And everything new that will come into existence in your future will happen in the exact same way. You might need some faith boosters. You might need to get yourself some faith boosters. That's what the New Horizon Convention was for us in Abundant Life. It was a faith booster. It was, it, it was, it was to train the, the eyes of the spirit of our entire vision is to train the eyes of the spirit of that vision on the possibility that exists on the other side. Is to train the eyes of the people that attended, the people that were able to be a part of it, to see the possibility on the other side. There is a possibility on the other side. When you get into an arena where people are dreaming, something happens to you. Something happens to you. When you get into an arena where there's so much dream, you suddenly feel strange not having a dream. You say, what is wrong with me? Why don't I look at all these dreams? I'm surrounded by dreams. That's why God releases dreams to people. To stir them up. Jacob didn't think he could become anything. But God trapped him in a place. And then God released a dream to him. And that dream opened up the possibility of his future. He saw himself instantly. In a moment. He saw himself doing something he never could do before. Many of you are going to do great things. I'm prophesying to you right now. I, by my mouth, by the authority of the word of God, I'm framing your future. I'm speaking it over you. You are going to do great things. God is going to do great things through you. Things that eyes have not seen. Things that ears have not heard. Things that have not come into the heart of men. God is going to do through you. God is going to do through you. God is going to do through you. Like Psalm 126 says, you will wake up and say, ah, is this a dream? And then people will say, no, it's not a dream. You'll be pinching yourself. Am I dreaming? You say, no, they'll say, no, you are not dreaming. This is your new reality. This is your new reality. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I love the word of God. I love the word of God. Oh, 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 I love the word of God. Close your eyes for a minute, everybody. I want you to dream. Close your eyes and dream for just a minute. Close your eyes and dream for just a minute. What is that in your future? Come on. Dream it up. What is that in your future? What is that in your future? Come on, dream it up. What do you see? What do you see? That's the first step. I hope what you see is not your bedroom at home. I hope what you are seeing is not your current job that you are going to tomorrow. I hope what you are seeing is not the way your body is right now. 
I hope what you are seeing is something that is elevated and something that is higher. Something you have not yet touched in reality. I hope that is what you can see. And as you see it, I want you to begin to believe in the reality of that dream. I want you to begin to believe in the possibility of that dream. Come on, this is a spiritual exercise right here. I want you to begin to believe in the reality of that dream. That for you, it is possible. 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 No matter how distant that seems. No matter how unreachable. For you, it is reachable. Right now, right here in this moment. For you, it is doable. You can accomplish it. You can achieve it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, now with that dream, I want you to take the word of God and begin to frame that future. Begin to frame that future. I want you to take that dream from your imagination, from your mind, from your spirit where it resides right now. I want you to put it into verbal words, into words, verbal expressions that describe a reality of a life that does not currently exist. I want you to begin to put that dream into words and speak them out as though they currently exist. Take them from your heart, from your spirit, and speak them forth, and then add the word of God, claim them, put them under the umbrella of the word of God, and speak it forth. Frame that future. Frame that future. Listen, your worlds are framed by the word of God. Your worlds are framed by the word of God. Frame that future. And now, final step, as you frame that future with your words under the covering, the canopy of the word of God, begin to exercise your faith. Begin to believe it is done. Begin to believe. It is not only that it is possible, but it is a reality. It is a reality. The steps that you need to take to take that dream from where it currently resides and make it a reality in your future, those steps are being revealed to you right now. And as you take steps in obedience of faith and do what the Holy Spirit leads you to do, those dreams are becoming a reality in your future. Those dreams are becoming a reality. Oh, Jesus, this is so powerful. This is so powerful. Thank you, Lord. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Let's come back here. Everything new that will come into existence in your future will happen exactly how God created the world. It will happen exactly how God created the world. You must be willing to dream. You must be willing to believe. You must be willing to attach yourself completely to the word of God. Live by the integrity of the word. And you must be willing to wrap the word of God into that dream and speak it forth. Frame your world. Frame your new world. And carry it. Carry that world. Carry that world. Oh, hallelujah. I love if you go further down here. Uh... Here, he says Abraham in verse, verse 8. By faith, Abraham, 
when he was called to go into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, what did he do? He obeyed and he went out not knowing where he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of that same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundations, whose builder and maker is God. How does God build that world? It's through his word and through the exercise of faith. How does God make that world? It is through his word and through the exercise of faith. The Bible says he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Let's close out here in verse 11. Look at what he says in verse 11. Through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. And she was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. That word was framed by the word of God. That child came into existence by the word of God and by the exercise of faith. Your world is framed by the word of God and by the exercise of your faith. Anybody who tells you that the same level where you have been for the last several years is the same level where you will be for the rest of your life, they did not tell you the truth about the word of God. God has something higher. God has something better. It is right here on the gate of the city. You just need to be willing to get up from where you are and go to the gate. Because under this cloud where people fail to believe, they fail to believe in the possibilities of the word of God. As long as you remain under that cloud, that reality is estranged from you. The Bible says Abraham lived as in a strange land. Hallelujah. He lived as in a strange land, in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles. But his eyes were on the promise because he was looking for a city. His eyes were looking for a city. Oh, hallelujah. I know this thing seems a little strange to you. But all we are doing is just the mechanics. This is just the mechanics. Of faith in God and how the faith of God. And I hope I hope you guys are not falling asleep online or in person. I hope this is not boring to you. I hope it's not boring to you. Because if you fall asleep on this world 10 years from today, you'll be in the same level. You'll be in exactly the same level. I'm telling you right now. But let me tell you, if you take this word, if you take this word, if you take this word, my friends. In two years from now, you will not recognize yourself. <laughs> in two years, in two years, people will go, hey, hey, people will not recognize you. They'll go, hey, hey, ha, ha, ha. It is on the account of the word of God. It's on the, it's not who you know. It's not who you can call, who can, no, no, no. It's on the account. Because it is already framed by the word. We just need exercise of faith to make it a reality. 
that healing you desire. It's already framed. It's there already. We just need to exercise our faith. Faith for extraordinary living. And we come back next week. We'll read that scripture in Luke chapter 8 from verse 22 to 25. Jesus asked his disciples only one question. He asked them only one question. He didn't ask them, where were you born? He didn't ask them, what kind of job do you do? He didn't ask them, how much do you have in your bank account? He didn't ask them, whom, how many people do you know? He didn't ask them, who are you married to? How many children do you have? He didn't ask who's your, who are your, no, he didn't ask them, who, who, who gave birth to you? How did, no, he asked them only one question. Where is your faith? That's it. Luke chapter, Luke chapter um, 8, I think it's 25. Put it up for us. Let's close out there. Where is your faith? That's it. That's it. Uh, that's it. That's it. Right there. He asked them just one question. He said unto them, Where is your faith? That's all he asked them. Where is your faith? And the Bible says they were so amazed. They were afraid. They wondered, saying to one, what manner of man is this? Watch this. What manner of man is this? For he commanded even the winds and the water, and they obey him. See, they missed the point. He asked them, where is your faith? The only thing that enabled Jesus to command winds and water that they obeyed him was his faith. Was his faith. It wasn't because he had access to some advantage that they did not have access to. It's not because they, you know, that he was, oh yeah, he's the son of God, he can do anything. Yeah, he was, but he's, he was the son of God, but he also lived purely as a man. And the only thing that enabled him to do what only God could do was his faith. Where is your faith? Stand to your feet. Let's exercise the reality of our faith. As we get into this, whether you, wherever you are, whether you join it, whether you're traveling or wherever you join it by, or you receive the messages virtual, in person, let's, let's get into the mechanics of faith. God wants to do some things for us. Hallelujah. God wants to make your inheritance awaits. Your inheritance awaits. It is already there. Paul said to the people in Acts of the Apostles, Acts chapter, uh, Acts chapter 20 verse 32. So I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. That is it. That is what is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance. To build you up and to give you an inheritance. To take you up to your new horizon and to give you an inheritance. 
It is God and the word of his grace. Your word, your inheritance is framed by God, by the word of God, and by your faith, the exercise of your faith in that word. I see you doing the impossible. I see God doing the impossible through you. I see new doors open unto you. I see supernatural provision coming your way. I see supernatural provision coming your way. What man is not able to do, I see you doing it. In your lifetime, that which has seemed like a far-fetched possibility to you, I see you walking in the reality of it. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you today. Oh, Father, we thank you. Lift up your voice and bless the Lord. Somebody, please. Oh, Father, we thank you. Oh, lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. (laughs) Oh, Father, we honor you today. Thank you for the reality of your word. We give you praise. Thank you for the reality of our inheritance. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise for it. Thank you for illumination in the word. Thank you for illumination in the word. Thank you for illumination in the word. Thank you for illumination in the word of God. Illumination in the word of God. We give you praise. We thank you, Father. Let this word find reality. I know the Bible says, when the sower went out to sow, he just sowed the word, he just sowed the word. But some fell by the wayside, couldn't be planted, couldn't be planted, fell by the wayside. People couldn't get that. They couldn't pay attention to it. They were too distracted. They were too confused with other things. Wayside. Some fell on the rock. Couldn't develop roots. Couldn't develop roots. Couldn't produce. Some fell among the thorns. The cares of this world ate it up. They couldn't see. That that word was the answer to the cares of the world. But some fell on good ground. And those that fell on good ground, thank you, Father. They produce. They produce. Lord, let these people be good ground people. Let this word produce in their lives. Let this word produce in their lives. Let this word create change. The miraculous. The supernatural. We thank you for it, Lord. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. 
And everybody said amen. Go ahead and bless the name of the Lord. Come on. Bless his name. Bless the name of the Lord. (laughs) Bless the name of the Lord. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Amen.